We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Wilson. I am glad to uh, be back with you guys tonight, and I have the pleasure of having uh, University of Connecticut long snapper, Tommy Zozus. Did I, first off, did I say your last name right? Please tell me. Uh, it's Zozus. Zozus, okay. But I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, thank you so much. Anytime, thanks for having me. So I, I know we were talking a little bit. Uh, you're just you're just getting to Connecticut, so I, I I guess we'll start off with the how how are how's your experience so far? Uh, so far, so good. And a little chilly, different being in Miami. But like I said, I'm originally from up north, so I kind of miss being in the cold and having seasons and not having summer eleven months out of twelve. Right, right. That's. My my brother li- lives and works at the University of Florida, so I I, I hear stories from him. T- oh, yeah, you get, t- uh, like maybe if you're lucky, two uh, decent months, and the rest are hot. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> well, I guess it 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 leads into um, again. I have a partnership with Sidelines Connecticut, so I'm super super excited to have you on the show. Um, yeah, for having me. But uh. Why, why choose the University of Connecticut, uh, given the recent, uh, well-documented struggles that the program has had? So, one of my biggest things when I was looking for a school is to have that like at-home feeling. And when I got to FIU, it was that at-home feeling, and coaches made you welcome. And I haven't felt that in a while, and I went on my other visits and there were great schools and everything. And I came to Connecticut and I had, I think almost all the coaches at the front door, uh, greeting me and my family, hugging them, introducing themselves. And you just kind of saw that, um, bond with the coaches that you kind of want to see, like with the players. And you, you see that and you're like, okay, so maybe it's going to correlate to the players, but as like, Sorry, I'm kind of playing this up. So you're kind of looking for that, that I don't feel like I said in the beginning, but also like how coaches treat players. And that's like a big thing because you want that player relationship with your coaches. And so through on the visit, um, I do have a, I know you asked a little while ago about how to connect over there. And it's kind of funny. So 2017, my first year at FIU, um, one of the GAs, his name was Aaron Joe. And he is now one of the recruiting personnel at UConn. And um, so it was kind of good seeing that face. And even he was telling me, that, like, the family is strong over there and the bond between everyone is great. And that's kind of what I'm like, why I lean towards UConn. And then after kind of meeting everybody and it kind of just sold itself. Absolutely. I mean, I, 
my listeners know this, and I was talking to you about it too, that I, I myself was a college basketball coach, and I, I couldn't agree more with the player-coach relationship is there, there, there has to be a connection between everyone involved. And the family aspect has always been a huge part for me, and obviously it is for you too. And I, I think players really gravitate towards that. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things you look for because you want to play with someone that's going to care for you. Absolutely. You spend so much time with them that that uh, it, it, it's your it's your second family, that's for sure. Yeah, you, 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 we, break, you, we break it down on family and you want you want it to be a family. Absolutely. And, and that's something that I've heard a lot just from other other people when it comes to Jim Mora, Coach Mora, about just the family atmosphere. And, it, and it's great to hear that from you, too, somebody who's there. And that's just uh, just icing on the cake, really, I feel. Yeah. So how much uh, was the uh, Jim Mora hire and then uh, your special teams coordinator – uh, how much was that influential on your decision to come to Connecticut? Uh, so I, uh, me like starting home, I like because I was kind of new to the whole visit and the offers coming out of, like this year in transfer portal because I was never exposed to that in high school. So, uh, kind of, I'm gonna kind of give you a rundown how it started. Was uh, Coach Fear has called me. And was like, look, we're interested in you as a new staff, a new hire. Like, we want to get you on the phone. And me personally, I do my back, like my background research on coaches and how, like, where they're coming from, just so I figure out like what I'm walking into. And I, me personally, that's gonna sound bad. Uh, I was familiar with Coach Mora, but I didn't know how great of a coach he was. And me just seeing that, how great of a coach he was, and kind of seeing that he was good with all the rest of his players, and he kept that strong connection, kind of sold me a little more. And then Coach Fear, being one of the top 50 uh, special teams co uh, coordinators in the SBS, kind of sold himself too. But me walking into there, I, was, I wasn't going to commit. I was going to take all my official visits and kind of run down with my family and talk to my family about it. But uh, just seeing, like I said, seeing how they were and treated me and their energy and how the like they were actually a family kind of had a really big impact. And I kind of just felt like I was back at home and I kind of just let it out, told them I was committing. That's awesome. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's really cool to hear just because uh, I, I know and and I know you weren't a part of the obviously you weren't a part of the previous regime and program, but that there's been a lot of negative publicity about that from from the family aspect so it's a it's really refreshing to hear uh your side of things and from that regard it's it's really cool to hear yeah i mean it's kind of what i mean it kind of develops players like for me like kind of walking into fiu as well you you don't really know it's an fiu when the bad seasons you kind of see the new coaching staff and new hire you kind of just you kind of like just roll with it. Like you're like, okay, it's, they want different. They want change. And that's why I feel like attending UConn because I know Coach Moore, Coach Shear, the whole coaching staff, they want change for this program. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, 
as a long snapper, I mean, th- that's obviously the position you play. Will you be involved? Will you be involved in the offense as a center, or uh, are you just sticking with long snapping? No, I'm just strictly long snapper. I'm not. I don't, I don't got that weight. The big boys got up front. <laughs> I mean, I played uh, offensive line, D line up through high school, and then it kind of just fell through being a long snapper. All righty. Uh, did the so that kind of leads to my next question. That you, did the coaches who recruited you uh, talk about like any schemes that they want to implement? I mean, from a special teams perspective, as a long snapper, I'm sure you're not. You you just have a specific job, so it's it, it's a little different for you, I would assume, but nonetheless. Yeah, I mean it's different, but it's I mean it's kind of. Even Coach Sheer kind of says it. Um, the game starts with special teams. And the scheme is just, I guess, to be the best at what we do. At what we do. But, I mean, it's kind of cool because, I mean, I don't consider myself the average long snapper. I don't know if you've seen or heard. Uh, last year, our special teams coordinator kind of incorporated a fake, and I had to caught the ball, had a 13-yard reception. And I'm more of a... A diverse long snapper, like I put it that way. So, I mean, I hope the coaches give me any way they possibly can, but I, mean, I just want to win and help the team out. So, so you're a jack of all trades at the long snapper <laughs> yeah. position. I'm a jack of all trades. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I, I know it's like a, it's almost become a buzzword, really, with the transfer portal. But I'm really fascinated to hear about your experience in the transfer portal. You've kind of talked about it a little bit already, but, uh, yeah. So I would kind of say it's kind of rough. It's like, a, am going to say the transfer portal is like an eye opener. Um, even when, even kind of being a long snapper on special teams, you kind of fly under the radar mm-hmm. and kind of being in those shoes, you kind of like see that it's stressful because you're like, when's my, when's my shot going to come? And you start double thinking stuff. Because you have, I think this year we had like sixteen or seventeen hundred kids enter the portal, right? And apparently, only like twenty six percent of the kids get offered and picked back up. Oh man! So yeah, I had entered it in November, read the last game, and I was sitting by my phone. I had coaches following me, um, but no one calling me. And then, so I was kind of sitting there. And it's, it's stressful. So you, all you can do is work, pray and kind of keep it going, and, keep, and hopefully something's going to fall on, fall on your hand, and it's going to work out. And right after Christmas, I had gotten a phone call from uh, University of North Texas, and I got my first offer, and it was, I was emotional, because you kind of get the, that weight off your shoulders. And then about a week later, two weeks later, you start having more coaches DM you and follow you. So I'm going to tell you, like, you got to have tough skin, and you got to be able to keep pushing through through it because it's an eye-opener. But at the end of the day, it kind of just makes you the person you are and makes you tougher. That, that's that's a interesting interesting thing to hear just because, it, that, like I kind of said, there's so many – like and like you said, there's so many people entering the portal that it just is it, – it, it, and the statistic you said of like 26% only getting picked up, I mean, that's amazing. Um, it's It's sad, really. Uh, and you, you feel for the guys that uh, that aren't getting that. So I mean, 
like you said, just that, that experience has to just, uh, an, an eye opener, like you said. And, uh, what did a Yukon do to differentiate itself early on and through the process with that? So nothing, uh, I'm not gonna say nothing, but, um, I was, I was kind of open minded to all the schools and I wasn't leaning towards anybody, but, uh, even, I mean, you, you can tell some coaches, like, they either, they either just need you because they need you, or they need you because they want you and want you to be part of something great. And you can hear that in the voices and have the coaches that reach out to you and check up on your family because I was going through a personal issue, and I think I had about six or seven of the UConn staff just texting me and checking in on me and asking me how my situation was going. And that's, that's, something, that's like, something you want. You want that reassurance that you know, no matter what and where you're going, that they're going to have your back. So it kind of stuck out to me, like, how, how much UConn cared. And, like, they really showed interest in you. And, like, they showed uh, that compassion for you. Like, if you need a space, they'll give it to you. But as well as if they're saying that anything you need, you can reach out to them. It goes back to that family aspect, like you were talking about. It's just a, it's just a huge deal. Yeah, it's a it's a game changer, and 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 you really, you really hope that a lot of programs are really turning that way. And it and it's great to see and hear from the Connecticut perspective that that's happening. I'm really, as a fan, I'm excited. Um, well, you and I talked about this already. Um, you're coming from Florida and FIU and, uh, but like you said, you're, you're originally from New Jersey. So does it matter to you, the cold weather coming to Connecticut from Florida? You've kind of already talked about it, but, uh, how, what, what is, does that matter? So yeah, weather is definitely a factor on the special team side of it. But for me, I kind of feel like I play my best games in the cold. And I don't know why that is, but it's definitely, I, I say, like, relieving, like, because you're in Florida and you're in Miami, like I told you, you have 10 months of heat, and mm-hmm. it's 110 degrees, and you got those two months, it's like 75. But, um, now the, you know, it kind of feels nice, right? Maybe it's just that you're in different weather, you're in a different environment, and you kind of just enjoy it a little more, and you kind of get to enjoy football a little more instead of stressing. But um, no, definitely being back in the cold and coming from Miami is a game changer, and I think it's going to benefit me from the doubt kind of coming my roots, coming up north. Absolutely. I mean, I myself, I'm born and raised in the Midwest, so I'm used to the cold too. So I I wouldn't even know uh, how to react to 110 degree weather ten months out of the year. That that would be that'd be brutal. <laughs> Yeah, you're coming out. You're coming out of practice in summer camp, and you've seen guys lose anywhere from ten to seventeen pounds a day. Oh man! I think you just jumped at the pool. It it, it it takes a takes a special person for that. That's for sure. Yeah, it, but you definitely see it though. Like from the up north teams when they come down and you play in the heat, they're sitting by the fans, and you're kind of like, oh, like it's, it's hot, and then over there dying and they come heat exhaustion. <laughs> I bet I I can imagine that that's real that's really a thing. I mean that that uh, I, I and and I know that uh, I 
UConn schedule for next year, you guys play at FIU in October. Um, yep. Uh, I think it's October 8th, and I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're right. I wrote that down. <laughs> does that does that game have a little bit of extra meaning to you at all? or? Um, I don't – I mean, it would be nice, I mean, to beat them, like I said, because, I, I mean, I'm from there, but they haven't done anything wrong. I just – did my due diligence there and uh, kind of accomplished what I wanted to. And I kind of want to step up to the next level and come to a bigger program. But um, it's definitely going to be pretty good. Being on the other side, well, kind of weird being on the other side of the ball from my friends. They're still there. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited looking at the schedule because I, I grew up in Flint, Michigan. I grew up a diehard Michigan fan and you guys play at Michigan. So I, I'm, I'm really excited about that one. I'm I'm really looking forward to hopefully getting to that game. And then uh, Ball State and Muncie, Indiana isn't terribly far away either. So I'm looking forward to potentially getting to that game too. Just just on a side note, but but uh, I I really like how you guys schedule sets up. So I I just thought it was kind of interesting that you guys are playing at FIU. So that was, I just had to throw that in there that I. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was definitely uh, – I didn't realize that until I think I posted my offer from UConn. I felt my teammates were like, oh, pick down so we could play each other. And I was like, you guys play? Like, FIU plays UConn? <laughs> That's cool, though. Yeah. It's definitely be good to see them at the game. Like you said, it'll be interesting being on the uh, on the other sideline. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of uh, I guess, it'd be funny because I know some of the guys on the other side of the ball – trying to block me their schemes, what they're going to try to do. <laughs> right, <laughs> Go right. Go get some in practice. Got a little heads up on them. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts on uh, the UConn campus and the facilities? I mean, uh, the facilities are top-notch um, from what I've seen. So what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't know that. So um, some coach here kind of send me some videos I, I didn't believe it until I saw it but yeah coming here kind of jaw-dropping when you see the facilities and how much they care about athletics and their players here and what they put into them and and that's like the persona of UConn as a football program in the past people don't think of it that way but like the facilities are top-notch I mean it's a it's yeah, a they're, they're power five yeah, it's p5 yep <laughs> So, yeah, when I came here, uh, I guess I didn't believe it until I see it, and I walked in, and I was like, wow, I guess really like this. Yeah. Uh, training rooms, top notch, uh, weight room, just even just the, the meeting rooms, uh, the nutrition bar, dining rooms. So it was kind of good to kind of be on, I guess, the other part of that and just see, like I said, how much they uh, invest in their players. Right, and that's got to be refreshing as a player too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you're part of the new 2022 squad, and there's going to be a lot of new faces on on the team. Uh, what are your thoughts of being a part of uh, the Husky Revolution, as it's being called? Uh, so what I've seen is a lot of good faces, of good players. Um, I came on my visit with an offensive lineman from UTEP. And, you know, we were kind of just talking about it, and it's, it's kind of be exciting. It's kind of be part of the revolution, the part of the change for the school. Um, but I'm all open to kind of being a part of something new, I guess. Uh, it's part of the journey, 
uh, the process, what's it going to take to be great over here. And I feel like all the newcomers and the new commits and the transfers kind of feel the same way. And today there was a big time commitment from a quarterback from Florida. So yeah, big, big, de- big things are, big things are happening. That's for sure. Yeah. When you got a good coach, good coaching staff and a good facility, a lot of things can happen. Absolutely. That is 100%. Um, what, what are your personal goals for this year? I know you were, you've been a, a, a conference USA all conference player in the past. So what, uh, what are your personal goals? Um, so a couple, my personal goals are um, kind of just be the best that I could be right now and kind of just focus on me. Not just focus on me, but just kind of being the best version of myself and kind of stepping into that leader role this year too as well. I know I'm not really good with um, kind of – I'm more of a lead by example and not kind of – not I can't like not that good in the public figure like talk, talk in front of a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's definitely come. I know I'm new to teams, and you got the seniors as well. But just being a six-year grad transfer, you kind of you're around that, and you've been you've been a leader in your past team. So I guess me gaining um, that trust and that leadership within the team was a pretty big goal this year. Um, just becoming a better snapper, uh, hopefully getting. Invited to some of the bowls, but uh, one of my biggest goals, kind of coming out at the transfer portal, is kind of getting invited to the senior bowl this year. And uh, that's kind of it. I'm just right now, it's just be the best version of me. Get invited to the senior bowl, kind of step into that leadership role, and then help change the UConn program. That's awesome, and it, it's <clears throat> it's a. Uh... In in the world we live in, with uh, everything going on, I mean, it's it, we all need to be the ve- best versions of ourselves for everybody that yeah. we're in in contact with. And uh, it's, you, I know you said that you were a six year uh, grad transfer. What do you what are you working towards studying wise? Um, so right now I have a bachelor in sports science, um, a minor. And then I was working on uh, my grad school. I was in business communications or global communications, sorry. And I hadn't finished that, so I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pursue another bachelor's over here. And then down the line, I'm already three quarters of the way done with my master's program. So plan B is if football doesn't work out, kind of get my master's and take it on from there. Set you up good, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, you've kind of talked about this a little bit already, but, uh, I guess a lot of people see that you're from Florida, you're coming from Florida. So, uh, do you have any personal relationships on this, on the team, which you've already said with the, one of the coaches, um, Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no problem. Or like any relationships in the state of Connecticut or is this just a whole brand new journey for you? So kind of like I said earlier, um, originally from Jersey, so I have a couple family members still in Jersey. So it's going to be good to have some family on those holidays. You can't go back home. But uh, I also, like I said earlier, um, one of the coaches, he was a GA at FIU my freshman year. And his name was Aaron Joe. And uh, 
I don't know why. Just I think I just butchered his name. Kind of. I think it's Joseph. Maybe. But nope. I'm right. It's Andrew. Sorry. I didn't even do that. But uh, he was a GA uh, my freshman year, and he was at Georgia Tech last year. And when I kind of came to the portal, I still had good connections with him on good terms. And I was like, Hey, E, like, uh, what's your relationship with Georgia Tech? And he was like, I'll hit you up later. I'm working on something. And it was funny because Coach Shear had called me and was like, look, I'm going to a conference meeting with Coach Moore and everybody. We're going to talk about giving you a scholarship. And when he had mentioned my name, my coach that had 2017 was like, I was about to bring him up too. So it was kind of crazy that someone that coached me in my freshman year is where I ended up at. And I have good ties with him and on good terms with one of my good friends. So, you know, it's kind of good coming on. I'm next to my family and then a familiar face around the facility. Absolutely. It always helps to have those familiar faces. Um, when I went to college, I went somewhere where I didn't know anybody and, and it was difficult, but, uh, but nonetheless, but, uh, yeah, you kind of get, you kind of get to that school and you're like, I don't know nobody. Uh, what am I doing? Who do I ask questions to? Right. I was lucky to have my teammates and stuff from the, on the basketball team, but other than that, that was just it was it was difficult that first year. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy because when I uh, went to FIU, I ended up going with uh, three of my teammates from high school that I've been playing pop Warner ball with. So we kind of all kind of got through that journey of being through FIU, and then downwards the line, another one of our kids from high school that I played ball with when we were little had transferred from Arkansas and came to FIU. So I was kind of around a bunch of my good friends from uh, Pop Warner days. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I really, really appreciate you jumping on the show tonight and uh, and just chatting and getting to know you. And I, and, I, and I really wish you and obviously your teammates nothing but the best. And I, I can't wait to cheer for you guys throughout the season. Hopefully come catch a couple games, like I said, um, that are – closer to me here in illinois but but uh again thanks so much for coming on thank you for having me it's a pleasure absolutely man well thank you everybody for listening have a good night god bless